we're here. And we're glad to welcome you back. I'm Christy. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to the The Thanks Thanks Mom Mom Podcast. So it's late. What time is it? It is 10.15 and I'm tired. Yeah. We've been gone for the weekend and... Sunday night, folks. Sunday night. So, but we thought, hey, we're talking on our drive home and... Why don't we just do our podcast episode now? Yeah, because we were like, what should we talk about this week? We should plan that. And then we are like, why don't we just do it now? Because actually, we have our thoughts kind of together. And we are going to drive for a while, so perfect timing. Yep. So, sorry if there's any background noise with the outside road. But I think last time we did this, actually, it was fine. There was a little bit of, you know, excess feedback but not bad so but we were like we started just talking about our topic and we're like we should just jump in and do this now and take advantage of the time (laughs) rumble strips (laughs) we're on all those construction summer construction roads where you drive over the rumble strips to get around and all that fun stuff i wonder if anybody else besides us michiganders in the summer calls it summertime or construction time like it's like simultaneous summer construction yeah is yeah. that just michigan i don't no, know I, it, I mean it's got to be more than that but i swear like that's the joke here like oh what is it summer you mean construction time not yeah. summertime you yeah know? i had like two weeks because i take a i take the highway for just a short strip when i go to work just because it cuts all those downtown blocks off and anyways yeah so i take streets. it yeah so i just take it for literally two minutes but so the first two weeks of my internship maybe only my first week there was no construction and all of a sudden the same exit I get off every time is construction and it's fine I still get off if they didn't close it but all summer now I'm over halfway through this internship and it's like is this ever gonna be done I don't know it doesn't really affect my commute it's just been funny where I was like oh this is still here I still have to drive around the construction so well I swear that the minute they finish one construction zone there's one like right at the end of that so it's like it is never ending like we just drove through chicago today and we had driven through chicago on friday and because we're going to avis fesh right yeah and i have been to chicago like every month and i will be there again next month either to the airport or downtown for your thing that's true you november i wasn't there in december because you dropped me in november no, I went for Ava. No, we took you in December. Oh. Ava in November. Then no, you, you took again me in February. January. Oh, yeah, because I get my February. visa. And then something else. I wasn't there in March. Then yeah, we were there in April. There? Oh, to fly. And yeah. May. To pick me up. So I guess I wasn't there in June. And now July. And I'll be there in August. Like, going through. So I've gotten really, like, down some of the patterns of Chicago. <laughs> and there is always construction. Yeah. And I don't think that... It ever ends. And I don't think it ever will end, is my thought. Because I think the minute they finish... It's like New York. Isn't New York like that, too? Well, I think anywhere's like that. It's like, okay, we did this stretch for a year or two, and now we just pick up where we left off in the next stretch. And by the time we finish, we start back all over again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be really nice if we had a listener who was a construction worker, like road construction, and can tell us, like, the method behind the madness so that I don't always just think it's madness. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking of as we're in a single lane driving home. 
<laughs> on the highway. Yes. A single lane highway during the construction season of yes. summer. Of summer. Yeah. Anyway. It's crazy. So. But yeah. Anyway, on to our topic though. We were thinking of discussing what, Grace? The Did green time. The green time. And we're not talking about your garden. No, <laughs> even though it is summer or your grass or your plants or your veggies. Though we yes. do hope they all are green. My plant is green. I have a sm- succulent, guys, and it has been blooming. I'm so proud. I thought it was going to die. It's not. So. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I haven't really... I didn't know much about succulents until Grace got I very passionate. I still don't know much. I just know it's living <laughs> and it's alive. I didn't think it would last this long. I know. I got it like 18 months ago. It was the end of my sophomore year. I've been through junior year and I'm starting senior year. So not... No, like... a like 15 months not even a Why year and a half get it? Just because you a they plant? at the end of the year and oh. the end of the school year we went into the dining hall to get like oh, dinner like during like finals week or the last week of classes and they're like thank you for like doing all the covid rules here's a plant and i was like i'll take a plant sure and i see that it's been with me ever since and i was reason. like this will die before i move home but i'll try i've never actually had a plant to call my own because i didn't trust myself but it's still going, and I'm really proud. And people are like, well, succulents are hard to kill. And I was like, you'd be surprised how many times this thing has had brown leaves just fallen off. I think it's been on the brink of death at least twice. Your dad and I did say that about plants, that we had to practice on a plant before we had a baby <laughs> to make sure that we could keep it alive. And our first year, we got married right at Christmas. And so we didn't get a Christmas tree because we got married a week before Christmas and then went on our honeymoon and came back after Christmas. So we had this, like inside evergreen like with these like really wimpy type limpy branches and stuff like not like a really strong like a spruce or something and we hung a couple lights and bulbs on that and it just looked like a really sad yet kind of festive like charlie brown tree but it wasn't brown it was green and i never know what happened to that like plant I'm really hoping we didn't kill it, but maybe you came along and, and we let it die. I don't know. Hey, well, I'm alive and that's what's more important. So. I guess that is true. That <laughs> you is did true. keep me alive. There you go. Yeah. But anyways, back to our green time that isn't about your plants or your <laughs> garden or your vegetables. What are we talking about? Ordinary time. Yes. <laughs> the I mean, season, the liturgical season of ordinary time. And you know that our podcast is all about how to live out the extraordinary in your ordinary. So when I heard about this and other people talking about it a little bit on, you know, this podcast or that blog, I was like, this is perfect. This is like us. This is our podcast. We should do an episode on that. Yeah. And why did we think it was good to do now, Grace? Because it's ordinary time and we're almost halfway. I thought for a second, folks, that we have 30. Okay. Sorry. You say folks all the time in here. I never say folks, and now I say folks because of you. Anyways. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was my word. I, it That's is your funny. word, and I'm adap- adopting it. It's one of those, like, a, you adapt You thing. adapt to the people around you and the words they use. Wow. Like, I say y'all now because of Gracie. Shout out, Gracie, I am y'all. not Southern by any means, but I say it because she said it enough around me that I just... Anyways. But <laughs> I thought we had 32 weeks of ordinary time, and I was like, it's week 16. We're halfway but apparently there's 34 weeks, so we have one more week and then we're halfway. And you, you had a hard time adding well, okay, that This was pre-coffee. She I was, I was like, we're halfway. And then she was like, no, 34 weeks. I was like, oh, and in my head I hear like 36 no, or 36 something. 36 weeks. 
Oh wait, it's 36. Now you're getting Guys, confused. I don't remember what we talked about this morning. Because we were trying to edit up pre-coffee. So anyway, the point is. You don't trust our math pre-coffee. No, we don't. And we're about halfway. Almost, this not came, quite. Yeah, right along. But when this is, you know, when this is posted and everything, it'll be about halfway. So we thought this was a good thing to talk about. Because it's, I think it's kind of hard to think about being halfway when we're, because that's how this came up. Because the beginning of ordinary time, like the first part of the year, because here we are in well, not mid The first July. part of the year is Advent. So you get through two months of the liturgical right. year. And then the first part of or the calendar weeks. year, you have Advent in there. You have a couple weeks of ordinary time, and then you hit Lent. And you mean you, you have Christmas in there in a couple weeks of ordinary. You said Advent. There's no Advent at the I'm beginning sorry. of the calendar year. Right. Just clarifying. But you're finishing the Christmas season, is what I'm trying to yes. say. And then you have a few weeks, depending on how, where, when Easter falls, when Lent starts, of ordinary time. So it's kind of broken up. So I think we get to the, you know, like here we are at the middle of summer, the middle of ordinary time, and yet we really haven't been in ordinary time that long because Pentecost was just, what, like five weeks ago or so? More? I think a little more than that because it was right... It was like three weeks Four. after I came home. June 2nd? So maybe it was like five weeks ago because I think I've been home eight or nine weeks and I think it was like three weeks after I came home. Something I think like it was that. More than that. It was definitely in June. Just oh, it was in June. Yeah, it was the second or third week. Of, I mean, yeah. first or second week. It was that June. first weekend in June, I think. Because I think that, w- that was like some people's first masses right after ordinations. Right. That's what right. I guess it was. Yeah. It was like June 2nd or something. Yeah. And. So, you know, I think it gets broken up so you don't always think that you're in the middle of this ordinary time until you really realize where you're at. Yeah. And then and then you're in this long stretch of it where it's like you were saying, it's not leading towards something or it doesn't get broke up by another liturgical season or Well, like just that. before this when we were discussing what we're gonna talk about, I was saying saying that I was like I'm just like we yeah. didn't say that in here, so I'm gonna yeah. say it again I was like it's I was like sometimes ordinary time is annoying for me because I love I love all the preparation seasons and celebration seasons because at least in the preparatory even if you're fasting like you're building to something and all the readings are building towards something and it's like this antis- excited anticipation and then the entire celebratory season is all just these readings about how amazing either Christmas or Easter is and like what that means and it's like it's it's just like it's like these mountain type top experiences almost and then ordinary time is like i'm sure someone could tell me there's a theme underlying all of ordinary time but for, in my head there's not a theme there's a theme each sunday and maybe for the week based on the readings and they all tie together but there's not like and next week we're building off of last week and we're building off of and i'm sure there is but to my less educated brain there's not this like there's not the same drive week to week but I think that's why I'm here, Grace. Yes. Let me enlighten you. Go ahead. And that's, that's why, why I it annoys me. I know there's a purpose <laughs> to it, but that's why it will annoy me sometimes, I guess. Because, okay, last thing before you enlighten me. It, even before, like, Advent, you start talking about the end times. Like, you're, even, you're like, a preparing for the preparing season. And I just love that, like, the readings are just, like, building and building and building. And I, I just love that part. And so and that's we, why ordinary time is hard for me sometimes. And we do do that in ordinary time and as we turn towards the end of it it is preparing for the end times and we do start talking about that again Mm -hmm. and 
but that's why it is the green season. That's why we wear green because when we think of green, what do we think of? Growing. Growing. And without ordinary, nothing can be extraordinary. And if everything was just high and extraordinary, that's why extraordinary is extraordinary. We wouldn't have that if you didn't have ordinary. So we need this time to be able to grow, to be able to, to learn how to live our ordinary lives with extraordinary things, to set them apart so that when we have those seasons of Advent, Lent, Christmas tide, Easter, and those higher holy days that we know that they are set apart and they are extraordinary because we've lived the ordinary. Yeah. And I think in the challenge of that, though, of living the ordinary is how, like what you said, the challenge to keep going, to keep growing and developing. Because you don't, you don't feel like you're building towards something. Mm-hmm. But yet we are because we're here on earth to, to become saints. So we're always supposed to be called and be growing and moving towards our final destination, which is to have everlasting life in heaven with our Lord and you know and to live out that vocation if we're a married couple to bring our spouse to heaven to be growing you know raising saints in our home and that can feel very mundane on those you know days when the kids are screaming all the time or when you know your husband loses his job or you as a college student you know you're trying to figure out you know internship or your classes or you have 50 exams and papers coming up and but those are, are the, the day-to-day tasks. And, and sometimes they're even, like, more mundane than all those crazy things I just mentioned. It's just, you know, I got to read 50 pages. I have to do, you know, the dishes and the laundry and change diapers and wipe noses. And, yeah. you know, for me, it's And then you that. feel like that. And those are the people that get bored of life. Or like, that's part of, like, midlife crisis sometimes, too. Is like, well, what's the point of this? And I still have how long to go? Like. Right. But that's where we grow. Yes. That's where we learn from experience and, and life and how to keep going and find those times so that we build for those higher days. And in some ways, like it, when we look at just a year, a calendar year, a liturgical year, we know they come again, right? Because it's cyclical. And in some ways it's like, okay, we're, we're building for a, a new, you know, cycle cycle a next year versus cycle c you know we're gonna get different readings or we're gonna have you know we get to celebrate those high holy days again and so we move through this time but i love how father troy our pastor is always says like at the beginning of advent it's our new year and can we think about looking ahead so that in a year when we look back we can be different than we were a year ago or reflecting back from where I am now am I different than I was a year ago and those times I really think happen that growth happens in the habitual nature of our ordinary life during the ordinary green time like how do we take those simple moments to make them extraordinary to recognize the Holy Spirit living and breathing and moving among us so that we can experience those highs and we can partake in those celebrations because if everything was high in a celebration it all of a sudden becomes ordinary again right yeah so I think that's what excites me about and and 
wants me to keep going. It's like, because I want to experience all of the spectrum. And it's beautiful that our faith encompasses all of the spectrum. It encompasses the ordinary and the extraordinary. I don't know. I get kind of geeked out thinking about that because yeah. it's all the feels. Like we have all of those feels in it. Yeah. I think, yeah. And that's a good, you're better at seeing that than me right now, I think. Because, and I've seen like, even before you brought this up, like we should have this as a topic. Like I've noticed like this in my personal life of like, this needs to be something I'm like realizing. Because I remember just sitting in my internship one day and I don't remember what it was, but I was like, this is boring or I don't know. I, there was something I was doing that I was like, and I have to do this for how many more weeks? And this is just kind of boring. Like for a summer, like in the, you know, just one of those discouraging moments. I was like, for the summer, I've always gotten to have, you know, more fun and, and I'm just going to keep repeating this and for how long, which yeah, in the long run, three months isn't that long. But then all of a sudden I remember just kind of feeling struck, like, but this is like the ordinary time. Like it just connected somehow in my head to the liturgical season of like, there's still purpose to this time. Like, right. and it does end as well. And there is those different high seasons and low seasons and preparing seasons. Like, and just kind of a, like, your, like, your job right now is to be in the, in the mundane and the monotonous, like, mm -hmm. and just kind of, like, there's still good that's coming from it, because I think that's kind of what I was doing, I was like, what's the point, like, what good is coming from this, this isn't very, like, not life-giving, like, bad, but just, like, excitement of, like, oh, I just love life right now, kind of, I was like, where's that right in this moment, and it's like, but you're not supposed, like, your job, like, just kind of, I felt like it was Jesus just being like, but your job right now is to do this, mm -hmm. and there is good that's coming from it, and you can't always see it, because that's the thing about growing time, like, I think about plants when they talk about that for growing time, for ordinary time, you don't see things until they bloom, and that right. takes a while, and so there's all this work that's happening, and when it looks like nothing's happening, and it will come to fruition, but you need to stay here right now. Right. Like, and and you don't quit and you do what you're doing and what you're doing is good even though it doesn't always feel good like maybe it doesn't feel bad but it doesn't feel like it's doing anything like it just feels kind of eh it's like it was just like a reassuring moment of like no this is your ordinary time like literally in your life right now and there is good that's coming from this and you're not gonna see it right now and later it's going to make sense like but this is where you're supposed to be like right and I think that just goes back to I like your analogy of the plant and growing and when we you know dig a hole and we plant it or that bulb it has to nurture and grow and be watered but we don't see all the work that's going on below the surface and just like the scriptures say like that God works for the good in those who are in Christ Jesus and and I think I mean a lot of that can connect into discernment but in this situation if we're seeking the Lord and it seems mundane or it doesn't seem exciting, the Lord's still going to work that for the good. Even if we make a bad decision, a bad quote unquote decision, yeah. God still can work that for his glory. And we, we see many people who've shared that and where they've either, I mean, fallen in either to big sin and had mistakes or just their two paths looked fine and they chose one and, and the Lord just blesses it. You know, it's not that, it's not always that, oh, this is the right versus the wrong when it's yeah. not like a moral decision. Yeah. And I think in these ordinary times, that's what it is. Okay. Do I, you know, do the laundry right now or do I do the dishes? Not a moral issue. And no matter which one you do first or, or second, 
the Lord's going to work it into your day or that yeah. you chose to do that chore today and you could put the other one off to tomorrow or you well, have this reading for a class or whatever and it does seem very mundane but when we take the mundane and we just dedicate it like Lord just be glorified through my work and what I do today no matter how simple or boring because this is what you've called me to do and most of my life is going to be mundane most of my life is going to be monotonous but when I can take that thought and go but the Lord can still be glorified through this that makes it extraordinary that makes it holy and it makes it sanctified and set apart so that I can experience those bigger moments and that's what's I, I just get so excited like we can sanctify this and we can make this about God even when it just seems like why are we doing this and it's the same thing over and over but no but the, my, the Lord has called me to this work and therefore I should be about the Lord's work because I'm here to glorify him that is my point that is what he's done here to be, you know place me here to fulfill so I don't just it, it just digs in my mind I don't know I just get very passionate about going no there is a point and it's not it's not for me to know it's for me to serve and fulfill the purpose for which I've came and that's that the Lord has put me here for a purpose and I need to live it out even if I don't understand it at this time and it's just doing dishes yeah and it and I think in all of this too what keeps coming back to because there is supposed to be those high points of life still because I think sometimes when people, even me, get to those points where you're like, this is just mundane, da da da, and then you just feel like subject to this is just what life is, and it's like, no, for such a time as this, or even like, right. there's the scripture verse of like, this too shall end, some, isn't that? This too what? This too shall end, isn't yeah, that? Yeah, this too shall pass. This yeah, too shall pass, like, it's and I love that, yeah. and it's, and that's, you know, and that's sometimes sad for the good things, where it's like, this is gonna pass, but even, and the bad things, it's encouraging, this is gonna pass, but even the middle things where it's like this is gonna pass too and it's going to be right. you're gonna have your highs and lows and your middles and it's not always gonna be this middle nope. and that's and that's, that's encouraging to us. me where it's like okay right. right now it just might be this middle eh, but it's not gonna stay like this you know like and sometimes I feel like that's the, when people feel stuck you feel like it's never gonna change and that's not true you know this is gonna end yeah. And it's going to change. And, and I think that's why I love how the Lord appeals to that. Like, I think that goes back to, like, why do we have sacramentals? Why do we have smells and bells? Why do we have things that we can feel and touch and smell and taste? You know, why did the Lord give himself in the Eucharist? So it's something tangible. And, and he does that with the ordinary, the mundane, the extraordinary, the middle. Like I said, like how you said, the highs, the lows, and the middle. Because we're a human person and we have senses and the Lord's created us with those senses and we need to be able to experience all of those emotions the mm -hmm. high ones the low ones the middle ones to know that like you said this too shall end or pass the, the high and the low in the middle like where are you at and because we do we get kind of tired of this or that and when we have something to look forward to Hopefully, you have a different motivation. Right. But ho but ho hopefully also we can go, yeah, there's something else coming and there isn't a motivation. But also to to let it be and be able to sit in the moment that we're placed in now. Like how people say, oh, I don't want to wish this away. Like we need the ordinary to grow. We don't want to just wish it away. We don't want to not be 
working and building or something like for the end of this year I want I want to be better than I was last year so in this mundane ordinary I should be working for that because this is the time so that when I get to that extraordinary I can celebrate and I can lift it up like time but that does relate to liturgical ordinary time of that's just reflecting our human our human and like the seasons of I think it's I sorry the, the, the English okay let's try again <laughs> They're, like, I remember listening to an Advent podcast, but they were talking, it was the, what's their, what's those girls, Sister Miriam and the other two, oh, yeah. Abiding Together. They did, like, a, two years ago, they did, like, an Advent series, so four weeks. Anyways, but they're like, when have you had Advent seasons in your life? And so I feel like that's very, like, we have the liturgical things, but then there's seasons of your life where it, this is my ordinary time, this is my Advent time, this is whatever, and it's just reflected differently that's not always the same as the liturgical calendar but it's very much the human life cycle not like death yeah. and life cycle that sounds very but it lion, is. King. No, but <laughs> lion king the I circle of life but it, it is i mean in terms of the year it is cyclical of the liturgical year and it, and it does build in different ways we hear all these different parables or we have like good shepherd sunday or you know just this past week we heard about mary and martha and I mean, it's all these, we're hearing about all of the Lord's experiences in those 33 years of his active ministry. And then they do build towards his, you know, death, but King, you know, our last Sunday in ordinary time is like Christ, Christ, the King, right? Christ, the King, and then move into, no, oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking Corpus Christi. No, because they both have. Christ in it and I was like wait what the king at the end of the year and then we do start over all over of preparing for him to come and you know so there is there is a maybe not as as short and intense and concise theme like we have in Lent or in Advent or whatever but there is we're learning about Jesus's journey in his life and what he was teaching us because that was his ordinary too. His three years of ordinary of time Christ. before the passion and everything. Exactly. And after Christmas. He had you know. to come and teach us to how are we going to live when he isn't here? How are we to live when he isn't among us? And that that has to be the norm. Yeah. That I really is. shouldn't I don't know if I could even well, I guess you could say those three years ordinary time. If anything, I feel like that'd be a high for the disciples. And his ordinary time was the thirty years before that. But well, yes, I think, like you said, that when the bridegroom is among us, why we don't fast. Like, we can yeah. get in that whole thing. But in, in what he was doing was teaching us how to live. He was creating his Christian, we, what we call ourselves, we're followers of Christ, yeah. his following, and what that was supposed to look like and how we were supposed to emulate him. Yeah. And so I'm using, I guess, that type of form as the idea of, like, teaching us to live out the ordinary of that type of thing and so I don't know I just think it's there is such an example there of like you know love one another as he has loved us like you know love how you want to be loved you know that that type of thing like do unto others as you want done unto yourself like all these things that were like such like different from the old law of an eye for an eye like he Mm -hmm. came to teach us what being a Christian was during those three years of his ministry so that he could be glorified yeah you know those type of things they just yeah yeah anyway very 
that's my that's take good. ordinary that's... and how to make it extraordinary and how to live well in this green time. It's seeing it all season. in perspective. That's really what I think it is. It's just seeing this all in perspective. And there's a sky. It's the zoo, guys. <laughs> it's come alive. It's 1045. The zoo <laughs> has come alive. It's okay. We're safe. No worries. Yeah, We're no observing worries. from a distance, not like in the road. No. But in case anyone's like, there's a deer? Stop recording. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. We're safe. Um, <laughs> anyways, how many times can I say yeah in 30 seconds? I don't know. Try and cut them all out, I guess. So... Feel free to check us out on Facebook, our Facebook group, Instagram, at Thanks Mom Podcast. Email us, thanksmompodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on wherever you listen to podcasts. Check Mom's business out at she, her handle, Christina underscore underscore M underscore underscore Brown on Instagram or ChristinaMBrown.com. Yes. Dot com. And our podcast page there, too, as well. We have transcripts that you can follow along, and you can share, and you can listen right from our podcast page at christinaandbrown.com. Yep. That's all getting linked up. So, So. yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We hope your ordinary time is going well. And this motivates you to keep living it out, because this is motivating me to live it better. So, it's okay to be green. Mm -hmm. Not like Kermit the Frog green. It just means you're Spartan. Oh, let's not go there. We might lose or we might gain. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit of both. Might it might even out in the end? It could. It could even out. Yeah, we could see. But either way, we just yeah want you to yeah embrace the green time, that growing time of yeah. Be extraordinary. You're ordinary. Go do something like that today. Yeah, and have have confidence that when it feels very ordinary, the extraordinary is still there. Yeah. So God is about a good work. And yeah. all of us. So. Even if it takes a little bit for you to see it and for it to break ground. Yes. I'm being very plant focused. It's very good. It is good. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Well, all right. We will see you next week. The Thanks Mom, Mom Podcast. Thanks, Mom.